Paula, welcome to The Witch of Wall Street. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me, Laura. I'm super excited for this conversation. So, Paula, as I was saying, a big mission with The Witch of Wall Street is to write a new financial her story because we know the history of women and money has not been so great. And so part of that, I wanted to invite on some really amazing women like yourself, our wealthy witches, to share their story, which I know is going to be super inspiring to so many other women. So you are very welcome. I'm super excited for this conversation. And I know a lot of women listening are going to find so much value in this. I love how you say her story. I love that pun. Thank you so much. I knew her story. I mean, it's really crazy when you start looking at how much gendered words that we use so naturally and regularly without even thinking of it like it took me a while to realize history was actually his story so I was like damn that we're writing a new her story instead a new financial her story yeah it's crazy especially I mean I'm German so the German language is even worse than this um so many words are gendered and actually every word is gendered and then we use only the the male terms and then there are some funny words with her that that are based on the female version that have like a condescending kind of meaning when you get into that like don't even get me started on this (laughs) what is like one example that comes to mind so there's the German word herrlich um which herr is means man which is can be translated as like oh that's amazing that's beautiful that's something really good and then there's the German word the damlich which comes from Dame or dame, like a woman, which is kind of like can be translated as a little bit stupid or silly or um, dumb. And I'm like, oh my God, what the F? Well, that is just some overly blatant patriarchy yeah. at play. Oh, new history, Paula, new history. Yeah. Here we are. <laughs> a new way forward. So as part of sharing and writing the new history, something I think really valuable is to share other women's stories because so often we can feel like we're the only one or it's us or it's our issue or problem. And, you know, it can feel like challenging to change. But when we hear other women share and open up, we can realize we're actually not alone, that so many women experience the same things, have similar views around money and that they have done something about it to change, which can inspire us to realize we can do the same. Based on that, I guess I just kind of want to open up at the start of like, let's talk about money, like growing up in Germany. Like what were some of the views that you remember being spoken around money or some of the kind of key beliefs that you kind of can reflect upon around when it came to money? Mm, That's a great question. I think, so the first thing that comes to mind is actually not around growing up, but the I think when I became really aware of money is when I moved out of home and, and went to university. So I'm kind of just going to give you an, an like an overview yeah. of what it felt like for me at that time, because I think at that time I realized, or well, I want to say all the money beliefs became conscious. <laughs> and oh my God, I was like, I had this belief like that if I think, if I thought about money, the first thought that came to mind was, I hate money. <laughs> it was I it was giving me grief, it was giving me anxiety. I didn't want to look at it. I didn't look at my accounts. I kind of just got through the month hoping and guessing how much there should be by the end of the month and I mean it kind of worked. <laughs> it kind of worked. I don't know how I made it work, 
but it was it was not a good approach because mm-hmm. every time I had to work with it or confront it or I needed more of it it just it just always gave me this super icky feeling in my tummy almost as though somebody had their hand inside of me and was just you know pulling their hand into a fist and gripping all my all my insides it was not not a good relationship (laughs) and then that kind of started to change as I started to you know train as a life coach and I realized oh this is actually a topic that we all need to be more aware of And I kind of did like a little bit of like, I would call it surface level work where I by myself realized, okay, there are some beliefs here that I want to change. Um, I want to shift my relationship with money, become more aware of it. But I feel like I was still lacking the fundamental knowledge around money, around investing so that I did change a lot of my relationship with money there by just becoming aware of it and looking at it. And consciously, for example, changing the language I was speaking, using around money, um, instead of, for example, saying like, oh, no, I can't afford that. I then started to say, I choose not to buy that or um, my focus is just somewhere else right now. And I choose, you know, I choose to leave that. It's still like I still felt like there was something missing. I felt like I've done a little bit of work, but I was still in a in a kind of meh place, I I would call it. Yeah, I love that you shared that around changing the way you spoke about money as well, because it can be in those little sayings that we have, like even just something as simple of, oh, I can't afford that. Or like some of the other kind of common beliefs of like, oh, well, one for me was people with a lot of money are crooks, right? They couldn't have gotten in a good way and that they're, you know, not necessarily the best kind of people. And when you realize like your subconscious is always listening. So even as a starting point to becoming aware of the language you're using around money and and realizing, wow, that must be some belief hanging out of my head that's really not going to support me living the most financially abundant life I have. Because I think a lot of women, when we talk about it, have shared similar beliefs around money, right? It's not something that a lot of women I've ever met have grown up feeling empowered around. And like for you and your experience, do you think that is because like, was it not talked about at home or was it talked in maybe a negative way or just like, what do you think kind of created that for you? Mm, yeah, it's a good question. I think it was never talked about in a negative way. It was just, it was something that was not talk about talk, being talked about. Um, it was kind of clear that if you wanted to have money in my family, that you had to, you know, work really hard for it. You had to go to you know, be good at school, go to university, get a good job, climb the ladder, the classic, the classic idea of that. And I always, so I always felt like if I didn't have enough or if I hadn't had enough money yet, I must have done something wrong or I'm, you know, I wasn't worthy enough yet. I hadn't worked enough yet to get that. And I think this was deeply ingrained within me. And plus like with that, Nobody had taught me how to save money. Nobody had taught me how to invest money. Nobody had taught me um, a, I want to call it a balanced relationship with money. I always had this like, oh, I'm going to save a lot of money because, you know, I, I knew, okay, that's probably going to help me some sometime down the line. And mm-hmm. then 
I feel like the saving was suppressing, you know, the parts of me that wanted to have fun with their money too. So it was like a constant push and pull relationship between saving and then going out and spending way too much and then saving again and then going out and spending way too much. So there was just no balance, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's like a binge diet, isn't yes. it? <laughs> with yes. their money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do you think that was lack of seeing someone around you model good financial behaviors or do you think it was just because it wasn't brought to the forefront from like you know someone sitting down with you and actually educating like hey Paula this is how you manage your money and this is how you save and this is how you invest definitely the letter because my parents are great with money and they would have been able to show me and explain all these things to me maybe they would have had different approaches to some of the topics but they definitely would have been able to educate me around it or or not only my parents but also my teachers and the people around me but nobody nobody set me down and explained anything to me and I myself I'm a person that finds huge um security and knowledge when I understand how something works and I feel like I can make informed decisions around that so understanding the basics of something for me is incredibly important to feel like I want to talk about it or look at it at all so I think maybe that's why I didn't talk about it or look at it at all because nobody talked about it or looked at it with me so it's like okay it's just it's just something that needs to be I don't know tolerated lift off but you can't take charge of it that was yeah that was um a place I wasn't for a long time you know it's it's kind of crazy when you reflect back on it because I kind of related a little bit to like food and nutrition like it's something that we interact with every single day and it's so vital for us in our lives but I never remember anyone really saying hey these are the kind of foods that you should eat or these are kind of the foods that you should avoid bar just the obvious like junk food stuff but even today learning more about like glucose spikes and different types of food allergies and different ways that food can negatively impact your life and being like wait how did we not know these things growing up like everyone around us interacts with it we do but it wasn't at the forefront and money is the exact same it's like something that we all use every single day it determines in so many ways the quality of our life of our relationships I know they say money can't buy you happiness, but in so many ways, like if you're not stressing about money, you can be, you know, have a lot more mental capacity to work on being happy. So in so many ways, it's so intricately intricately linked as well. So let's just shift to investing specifically. It's obviously something um, at the Witch of Wall Street, which is kind of like a key pillar to what we do. So had you come across investing growing up or like what was your first kind of touch point of even knowing hey, there's this thing called investing where I can make my money work for me. I don't think I've really come across it when I grew up. I think the first time I realized it was a thing was probably also at university, you know, when you realize that all the boys are starting to talk about it. But I didn't really feel included in that conversation. And that was partly because you know, I didn't feel confident enough to join the conversation because I didn't have any knowledge about it. But also I didn't really feel invited to jump in. So because of that, then I just kind of like signed it off as, yeah, that's what something that some people do, but it's not going to be anything that I do because I didn't see any other women do it or talk about it. And I guess this is why this conversation today is so important, right? So that other women can see, no, no, other women are doing it and you should be doing it too. So (laughs) 
Yeah, no, that's why I'm incredibly grateful that you came into my life because essentially, you know, you gave me the the missing piece. Like what I needed was somebody that I trusted that was like me, in this case, a woman and also a spiritual woman. <laughs> and, you know, somebody who came in and educated me and gave me all this information so that I could then feel empowered to make my own decisions to join into the conversation maybe even talk you know talk about it publicly and yeah yeah super super grateful for you oh you can't see it but it's giving me the biggest smile to hear you say that because it is it's that awareness piece and it's that realization of like oh wait there's so many women investing we can normalize this this isn't like some crazy idea for me to be investing like it should it's just normal like of course I'm investing of course my money is working for me a lot of women when I speak to them about investing they have like a different array of fears and I was just wondering whether it was you know investing is meant to be really risky or it's going to be super complex or I don't even know where to begin like what was it for you it was definitely definitely a combination of I don't even know where to begin um, paired with there's so much out there that I feel like I personally can't catch up with all the information. I can't learn everything I need to know to get started. It felt it felt like an overwhelming amount of information that was out there and it felt like I should have joined this conversation like 20 years ago. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> to be able to uh, to make a move, so to say, that's what it felt like for me. It felt like it was a club, and I had missed to join, which why, which which was why you know I couldn't join now. Yeah, yeah, I think a lot of women can relate to that one for sure. I mean, there's one thing where it's like I kind of wish I started when I was born in this world, but best time to start is active. Eckhart Tolle says is now all we have is now so mm. this is the time that's available to us yeah I saw this really cool thing on Instagram the other day that said one day or day one and I was like oh this is so simple and it hits home so massively I'm going to remember this and I think yeah if you're thinking about starting to invest well this is this is your mantra not one day today's day one. <laughs> oh, I love that so much. You know, it's some of those like Instagram spiritual quotes you'd see and you could see it so many times, but there's like a moment in your life, whatever it is when you're ready, where it just hits in a different way. And you yeah. hear that and you're like, oh, I really need to hear that for this situation that I'm in. So I love that message. So you obviously came through our Wealthy Witch program. I know you took our online program to show you how to invest. So just to kind of share like, you know, in a way that can be inspiring for other women listening who maybe are on the other side of that journey yet of wanting to, or maybe curious about it, but maybe feeling a bit nervous or apprehensive or like, I don't know if I can get this or if this is going to work for me. Like, what was the experience like for you actually then taking that leap of faith and being like, okay, I'm going to figure this out for myself. I feel like this is something that everyone can learn. And it is, like you said, really simple, at least through the way you presented simple information about stuff that, you know, we deal with every day in our life. That is easy to understand when you have somebody who explains it well to you. So yes, I was nervous before I started because I was like, will I 
you know, will I understand it? Will I be able to um, open an investing account? Will I be able to pick the right funds and all these things? But listening to the videos and having uh, having the information come in in like a self-paced learning style where I could just, you know, go back to something if I didn't understand it and then watch it again or take notes um, felt just really, it felt really empowering. So it was, it was a simple process. It was a process in which I felt like, you know, I was choosing the speed I was going at. I could take my time at the same time. I could also, while I was listening to it and, you know, digesting all this information, start some little habits on the side like for example starting to have a money date or starting to even you know look at my money from a different um perspective where then started to look at okay you know how do I want to divide it how much do I want to put into savings how how much do I want to put into investment how do how much do I want to spend for necessities how much do I want to spend for fun that kind of stuff so it was a beautiful mix out of you know information action community and yeah that's awesome and I'm so glad you mentioned the simplified piece because initially this program was called the simplified wealth strategy I think that's what it was called when you first came into it now we have the wealthy witch online which is like the upgraded version of it but it was one of the things I really wanted to emphasize was this actually is simple when you know how like and it's one of those terms my mom used to always say but it's simple when someone just shows you the step-by-step of what to do. And for me, when I began to invest, like that was the thing that I think was most surprising and also most annoying being like, I could have started this a decade ago. This wasn't like un- like inaccessible to me 10 years ago. I just had no one to show me. And so that's really like the key thing as well. So can you share with us like one win? Like I I know you're invested. So like, was that like a big moment or just what was like one win for you? I think the biggest win for me was not when I opened my investment account, but when I had finally chosen all the funds I wanted to invest in. So when my portfolio was at a state where I was like, all right, now I feel settled. The structures are there and all I need to do is nourish it and feed it it's kind (laughs) of like your baby's now at an age where it can I don't know go to the playground by itself you don't need to watch it all the time anymore you don't need to bathe and feed it and comb its hair anymore it's doing a lot of things by itself now and you just need to look after it um a little less that was I think that was my biggest win because it just felt so um empowering it felt like oh big job done (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. And that's such a great analogy as well, because it is the thing with investing. It's like, once you have it set up, it's just a touch point once a month, you can come back. Or if you have it automatically set up, that's fine. You know, it's kind of a set and forget situation. So Paula, what do you believe about investing now? Like, how has that changed for you now that you've actually done the thing? I think my belief is it would be stupid not to do it. That's that's my belief. (laughs) Now I've seen how easy it can be. And how simple and straightforward it is. I'm like, yeah, like you said earlier, why didn't I do that 15 years ago? Why didn't my parents tell me this so I could start to, you know, put a little bit of my pocket money aside? Who knows how much, what do you, how do you say it in English? How many times it would have multiplied by now, you know, if I had started, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago. So yeah, yeah, that's what I believe about it now. <laughs> well, I'm, 
like literally, and this is meant to come across in the best way possible. So proud of you for actually taking that leap of faith in something that maybe wasn't really comfortable for you initially, but like starting and now it's working for you and your money's working for you. And that's just like so epic. And I'm so excited that you're in our Wealthy Witch Hall of Fame as one of like our first amazing women who've actually started investing. So it's such a pleasure to have you back on like our podcast and just sharing with other women, you know, how simple the journey can be, you know, even if they really didn't know much about it at the start, or if they had some beliefs around it that maybe felt a bit scary to start. So Paula, thank you so much for sharing and helping us write a new financial hair story for women. And I also want to ask you because I have been seeing that you've started a new business and I know you're creating so much magic in the world for women. So I also just wanted you to share a little bit about that. So for anyone else who's like, oh my goodness, I love this woman. I love her energy. What does she do? Maybe you can share with us what that is. Mm, yes, absolutely. I would love to. So I recently redirected my business into what I call coaching by design. So there's a mix out of life coaching and human design because for me, human design, and if you don't know what human design is, it's kind of like a, a structure, a blueprint of our potential as humans. It shows us very specific ways in which we can achieve our potential, connect to our wisdom, make magic with the universe. Um, human design has been the missing piece in my own development journey. I feel like I invested so much time and money into coaching and courses and retreats to to access what I knew was inside of me but I just could not quite grasp it and with human design I started to you know figure out how to access that wisdom how to find all the answers that are within me and so I mix that all up and bring it together and and what I do is I teach people how to become their own expert with human design and coaching. And I've actually just launched my podcast today, which is super Yay. exciting. <laughs> I'm so guys, excited for you. Yes. If you guys want to check it out, it's called Human Design 101. That is so awesome. And I think that's probably one of the best descriptions of human design I think I've ever heard of. It's a blueprint for your potential. Like, that is so simple and so fantastic because I've always struggled explaining to people what human design is. I'm like, it's a mix of all these things and it's amazing, but I don't know how to tell you what it is. I'm like, just go experience the session. But now we have a blueprint for your potential. I think that's beautiful. Mm, thank you. Um, so huge congratulations, Paula, on the new business, on the new podcast launch. I'm super excited to tune in as well. And just thank you so much for coming on to share your personal story of your journey with investing and what that was like for you. I love that you're part of our community. I love that you're in our Wealthy Witch Hall of Fame. And I know this story will definitely inspire other women to, you know, realize that it's not one day, it's day one is today of when to get started and make their money work for them too. Mm, I couldn't have said it any better thank you so much Laura for bringing me on and allowing me to connect with you again today um, yeah for anybody out there who's doubting you know their investing journey who's nervous to start I you know I recommend choose a teacher 
I know my teacher was Laura or is Laura, and I obviously can highly, highly recommend her. I just love her energy and this amazing combination of wealth and woo. Oh, amazing, Paula. I will link your social platforms down below so our beautiful listeners can go and check out the magic you're creating with human design too. Thank you so much. What an inspiring story by our amazing wealthy witch, Paula sharing how truly we can write a new financial her story together. So to find out more about The Wealthy Witch Online, which is the program that Paola has gone through herself, you can check out all the details which are linked down below, or you can come check out our website, lauratynan.com, WWO, standing for Wealthy Witch Online. Plus, for the month of September, I'm running a very special experience for women that join me within this online program. So for all the juicy details on that, all you need to do is email us the word invest to team at lauratynan.com. I will put those details as well in the show notes so you can go and check them out. But as always, stay financially savvy, witches.